Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we were, me and Chum were just having a short Christmas conversation right before. Um, as we do. As we do at times. Um, yeah. But so last year, I maybe saw like two or three Christmas things last year. Like that's it. I was too busy between work, uh, getting everything ready for the holidays, family, uh, commitments, friends, my birthday. It was too busy last year. Mm-hmm. So I barely saw anything Christmas. I didn't have any Christmas spirit last year. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. This year, I have a new job, new outlook on life, better spot, better place. I'm absorbing all the Christmas. Oh, hell yeah. Last uh, Yesterday, uh, we were meeting new students, and I wore my elf shirt. I was, like, oh, it's nice. casual. I was like, it's casual Friday, right? We can wear whatever we want? Technically, yes. All right. <laughs> Son of a nutcracker it is. <laughs> nice. Uh, if uh, you know what you can do, if if a student starts telling you something that you know it's a lie, you can just tell them like you sit on a throne of lies. You lying son of a bitch! <laughs> you sit on a throne of lies. Uh, oh, oh god! Uh, I was talking about about that movie with a, with a friend from work recently, and I told them that genuinely, to me, one of the funniest moments in all of cinema is that scene in Elf when he's walking on the street and he gets hit by the cab. <laughs> <laughs> Like that scene just breaks me every time I see it because he, I know, I know it's coming and it always gets me. Like he's just walking and he just hits him, he falls and he just gets up and he's like, "Sorry, sorry." He just keeps going. <laughs> Genuinely, one of the funniest scenes I think ever. Oh my god! Yeah, that gives me an idea. What are you coming down to visit? Uh, possibly a couple weeks from now. All right, like let me know because I'm gonna have a surprise yeah. for you then. Oh my god, me. Uh, okay. It'll be a good I'm scared. Okay. Also, you, you, I, learned about, get... I learned about the gift of apple whiskey. So we're going to drink some of that. What the hell is apple whiskey? Is it... It, it? It's whiskey, but it's apple infused and it's fucking delicious. Can I tell you, can I tell you a drinking story? Yes. Uh, there was one time when I was, I, I was actually over there. I was in the Valley and I was, I, I stayed with Jimmy mm-hmm. and for, for, for another show, Jimmy. And um, we bought this, this wine that was made by Snoop Dogg. It, it was called like 19 Crimes or something. <laughs> and uh, and we bought it and we drank some of it. And we're like, this is doing nothing for us. Like, it's not good. It's not getting us drunk. So we just kind of went to bed. And I had the most lucid nightmare I've ever had. I don't even remember what happened. I just had a horrible nightmare. And like I was like cardiac, like I was sweating, like I woke up in like in in like in like uh yeah. And then I went up to and then Jimmy and I, Jimmy woke up and we both like met in the, in in his living room and we were just kind of standing sitting on the chair on the on the table and we were like, "How did you sleep?" And we were both like, "He also had horrible nightmares." So wherever you are, do not drink Snoop Dogg's wine. <laughs> Or at least like Snoop Dogg's version of 19 Crimes because it didn't get you drunk. It wasn't delicious. It didn't pair well with food. It just gave us nightmares. So You know what? Now I have to drink it. Now I have to test this oh theory. Oh, God. No, it was... I think... I, I don't think we ended up drinking like any of it after. Like we just kind of <laughs> like... I think we we like sat in the corner of our room just like looking at the wall. It was, in, it was putting a timeout. I mean, like... I. So okay, how many different wine does he have? Like several different versions of that wine, or just one? No, 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 I think that wine is just like there's a wine called Nineteen Crimes, and then like several different people like there's like different versions of it, and I think Snoop Dogg has a version of it. So um, yeah. All right. Um, so so we gotta tweet at Snoop Dogg. Then why did your wine give me nightmares? 
I don't know, but knowing how chronically online he is, he'll probably respond. Um, hey, that'd be good for us. It, it could be, um, really. So I think today's going to be more of a chill episode. You know, we're going to talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. But before we do, um, Chainsaw Man. You oh, saw, man. You saw this week's episode. And uh, I think we're going to, I think this is the right moment to start uh, putting up a, a, a little spoiler warning to anyone not watching Chainsaw Man. We're going to do like a little quick little recap um or like what we thought um so a spoiler warning for this week's episode of chainsaw man the shit had hit the, th- the fan uh <laughs> so oh man all right so i'm gonna call bullshit on a few things in this episode i all think right. for sure i know one thing that's gonna happen okay there's no way that uh miyasaki is that her name miyasaki who no the girl the the, the, Which pink, girl? the blonde I'm not the one the, the pink hair. Oh, Makima? There's no way Makima's dead. Okay. Um hey, there's no way Makima's dead. I'm calling it Okay. Right okay, so in this in this episode, Makima was shot and killed in a subway along with uh, uh along with a companion of hers. Uh and uh Himeno. Himeno also was uh was killed. So you don't think you think definitely Makima is still alive. I think Makima is going to come back. I don't know if she's still alive, but I think she's going to come back. Um, okay. But as far as Himeno, I kind of realized that now rewatching the uh, the introduction, she's yeah. not in it very much. She's in it for like a second, like like very very little. And as much as the fan base loves Makima, like there's so much around her that I got to think there's no way all this goes on in like four episodes, five episodes. So she has to come back. But the other uh, character, uh, there's, mm-hmm. it's possible. Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything, even though I know what ha- what happens. I'm not gonna say anything. Um, but what I will tell you is that yeah, Himeno's gone. Like she's gone, gone. Oh yeah, she's gone, gone. Um, I, I believe next episode you're gonna meet Aki's new partner, which is uh the the uh the Angel Devil, which is the the devil that represents uh the humanity's fear of angels. Uh, you can actually, many, though. What's up? There can't be that many people that fear angels, though, can they? Um, if you want to know what the angel devil looks like, uh, look at the intro again. When you see the characters all sitting in the movie theater, the angel mm-hmm. devil is sitting like right behind uh, uh, Aki and and Himeno. So the angel devil is there, just chilling. Is it no? Okay, yeah, you're right. It's different because I was thinking of the. Oh wait, the angel devil is that the one that? Fans are like uh, uh, Denji's crushing. They point. They always have three people. Yeah. And it's power. Makima. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's Makima, right? Yeah, Makima. Yeah. So it's power, Makima, and then there's always a third one. But I'm like, who the fuck's that? The one with the angel wings. That okay. The one with the weird halo. Okay. People don't really ship Denji and and, and Angel. I don't see with Aki way more, but. Uh... Okay, you'll see you'll see Angel when Angel pops up, which is probably gonna be next episode. Can you still hear me? Oh yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I, I got like a little notice that apparently my network was like unstable of some, some kind. No. Um, um, yeah. So yeah. So that was so Himeno's out. Uh, well, also the way she died was so sad. Yeah. Uh, um, she kind of gave herself to the to the ghost devil in order to be able to save Aki, which uh, and he didn't even get the win. Yeah. It was all for, all for nothing. Uh, we got to see the, the 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 ghost devil, which I think is a super creepy imagery. Like this this 
really big head with a ton of hands um, that got eaten by the snake devil, which, uh, by the way, that scene when uh, when he gets, when the, uh, or the ghost devil gets eaten and then the snake devil is just like dismissed. I love how he, how the, the snake devil just like gone. Like it was super scary, no sound. Um, so creepy. Uh, really great. Uh, I, 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 I love when, when, uh, when anime gets like super into like horror. Uh, and this one really did it, I think. It, it's the right amount of creepy, but I think part of it though is because they built the relationships that we care about these people. Yeah. If this shit had, had gone down in like episode one or two, who gives a fuck? Yeah. But like this shit went down, um, you know, like five, six episodes in when we've had time to like get to know the characters, love the characters, have these funny moments, laugh with them. Like yeah. you're like, oh, okay, this is kind of cute. Like you're you're enjoying them, and then you take them away. Okay, the pain is real and the pain hurts. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna tell you exactly what I told you from the beginning. Don't get attached to anyone here. <laughs> we'll see. Because like if him, if him and Owen Makima being dead hurt, uh, just 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 imagine what's gonna happen next. Mm-mm. No, no, no. I okay. I I believe that Denji won't be dying anytime soon. I won't. I won't confirm or deny it. Um, we'll see. If if Angel pops in on the next episode, I believe Beam should start popping in uh, as well. Beam is the shark, de- the shark demon. Uh, I think I saw him also in the theater. Yeah, he's sitting like a little bit in the back. And I was wondering, uh, like, when the fuck are they going to use that guy? Is he just a background character? Because he's way too well designed for that. He's so fucking great. I love Beam so much. He's such a good boy. Um, yeah, he'll he'll pop in, and he's he's pretty chaotic. So he 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 makes for pretty. Pretty good, uh, pretty good character there. Um, but yeah, pretty good episode. I can't believe we're almost halfway through the season. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it keeps building up. Um, and I can't wait. I can't wait for them to keep, uh, keep, keep animating it. Also, um, the animation in this. God damn, it's. I'm gonna say it every week, but it keeps blowing my mind. How even when the characters are just moving and walking, like how fucking realistic they look. It feels almost like rotoscopes on, on some scenes. Um, but yeah, um, that scene in the previous episode when they're all at the, the bar and they're chilling and they're having fun, that's the last moment of peace those characters are going to have. So uh, get ready to start saying you goodbyes to most of them. So <laughs> what's it called? The, uh, wait, I got one more thing to talk about that before we jump into the film. Yeah. yeah. So do you want to talk about the World Cup? The fact that the U.S. got eliminated today of all days. You think that's going to matter to me? I don't give a shit. (laughs) I know. I I know you don't give a shit. Uh, So so I want, now that you bring it up, something really funny happened to Mexico on their last game this Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Did you, you saw what happened? No, I just know that Mexico won and they still not, didn't, didn't continue on. I just know that. So Mexico needed to win that game three by three goals to pass mm-hmm. okay so they won the game two to one so saudi arabia scored one goal near the end and mexico scored two they actually scored four goals but two got like uh they were marked as as, as some valid so they needed to win three to three to whatever the other team scored yeah. in order to pass and then we need to see like how argentina did on the on the other on, on the other game against poland um 
so here's what happened. Mexico won the game, tied on the overall score, and was eliminated. So Mexico managed in one game to win, tie, and lose at the same time. <laughs> is, that, is that a historic first? <laughs> it's pretty funny. Also, historically, Mexico always makes it to the fourth game. This is the first, and they just lost that streak by losing at the third one. So I think it's pretty funny um, because when, we knew it. This is this is the worst lineup, and this is the worst Mexico lineup in like uh, several uh, World Cups. So I'm not surprised that it happened. Um, but it's also like uh, like like I mentioned before, you know, you want them, you want you 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 tell yourself they're gonna lose every four years, and then by the time the game comes, it's like, oh, what if this is the year? And then it never <laughs> it, it never is. So you, you get that weird amount of hope, and then it's like, nah, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, and then it ends, and they get eliminated, and and you go you, you go take a shower, and you look at yourself in the mirror, and you go, why do I care about this? I never care about this. Why do I care only when it's happening? And then I go and then I I, I watch something. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty funny. It's all right. It's look. I go through this every single year with the Cowboys. All right. I, I hope for them. I hope for the best. But eventually, you know. Yeah, I know. Right. But you know what? I'm used. Oh to well. That. Yeah. So that's that's what <clears throat> that happened. Any anything from your end? Like you watch the the, the U.S. play. I, I couldn't find a single fuck to give to watch the U.S. to play. <laughs> Honestly, it, it, the yeah the 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 MLS like the like the U.S. soccer league is kind of bad. Like all of them are bad, except for some reason the women's side of the MLS like it's fucking golden. Like they won championships and they're fucking good. So you know, the, you know, U, the so? U.S. the U.S. should just focus on you know working with their female players because they're the only ones bringing tournaments home. Yeah. You know, it's not so the women get paid well, we're getting paid. I don't know if that's still the case. One third of what the men were getting paid, if not less. Which is stupid because they're like the ones that are winning. They're the ones winning titles. It's like what the yeah. fuck? Why? I th- I think the women's US team has won like what, two or three World Cups? I don't have the number, but they've won more. <laughs> USA women's soccer team world cup win. Let's find out. <clears throat> they have won the Women's World Cup in 1991, 1999, 2015, and 2019, and four Olympic gold medals in 1996, 2004, 2008, and 2012 in nine C-O-N-C-A-C-A-F gold cups. Basically, our women's team is quite literally the shit. Yeah, they're pretty good. No one, no, no one will deny that. Um, so yeah, so that, that should be the focus just like Christmas is the focus of everyone else right now. Oh my God. Do you know, do you know anyone that comes from the Dominican Republic? Like, like personally? Yeah. Uh, not anymore. Cause <laughs> I'm looking at their stats. Their biggest win is they shit stomped the Dominican Republic 14 to nothing. Isn't I mean, that like a massacre in terms of like, like, I mean, uh, it's, soccer? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> stay down. Final warning. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay. Speaking of staying uh, down, let's talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy. What does that have to do with staying down? 
Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chema. And I am Groot. <laughs> that's a, that, that might be the best one you've done. Yeah. Re reviewing the Goddess of the Galaxy Holiday Special. And this is the rollback. So the Guardians were on a mission to make a Christmas unforgettable for Peter Quill head down to Earth in search of the perfect present. So we have a little cap. A little, little, little final present, little, little afterthought of the MCU Phase Four to close it out with this little uh, uh, Marvel special presentation, similar to the one we had about uh, Werewolf by Night that we had uh, around uh, around Spooky Season, and we have the Guardians of the Galaxy making another little comeback after after cameoing in the beginning of Thor: Love and Thunder, directed by James Gunn, and we have uh, Mantis and uh tracks right at the forefront on this little little christmas special that i didn't expect i didn't expect it to be a musical did not did not see that coming and uh and yeah so it dropped right into our disney plus accounts it's supposed to you know get us all into the christmas spirit and it's also just an excuse to hang out with our favorite guardians so i saw this uh i believe around the time it came out i had a big cup of uh, 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 i had a big cup of coffee i was in bed and i watched it and i was having a lot of fun getting ready for christmas so what did you think of the Guardians of the galaxy holiday special it had no business being as good as it was it had no business being as funny as it was making mantis as likable as she was like this this uh, it's like the the halloween one it had no business being so good but it was awesome it was funny uh the humor hit damn near every time drax's dry humor really balances out well with mantis i don't know if he could do a whole movie by himself but like this this was a great like um moose boosh if you will of guardians of the galaxy this was great this was just a taste of greatness yeah, it's around like 40 minutes. And uh, you, you managed to fit in a whole story in there. Hell, the movie even, the, 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 little, the little short film even starts and ends. It's bookended by this Ralph Bakshi, uh, Chris, uh, like super old Christmas time animations. Yeah. Uh, this rotoscope that like really reminds you of like youth and and when you were a kid and you, you watched those specials. Uh, I like that they brought back, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Oh God, the guy who plays uh, uh No, yeah, no, Cracklin. No, yeah, Crack Cracklin was always supposed to be there, but uh, fuck, what was his name? Uh, Cosmo, yeah, the Michael, space dog. No, Michael Rooker, who plays Yondu. I, I love that they brought him back just for those little, little, little couple of uh, little of, of pieces of animation. So that that was great because his voice is so un is so recognizable. Yeah, that like even coming out of a cartoon, it still it still hits pretty well um so i liked it um so in that sense you mentioned cosmos space dog uh cosmos space dog debuted in guardians 2 right or he cosmos space dog has been there for a bit right no or he not? debuted in this one they, okay. i think they've talked about it maybe maybe like he was a, a passing week week nudge nudge but no yeah. this is the first time he's ever like actually like been there been there it's great and he's voiced by uh by uh uh what's her name uh maria bakalova who was the she was the, the main girl in the bodies 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 she, uh, no the, the but for the girl. bodies 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 not her like oh the she was the innocent one yeah yeah okay b she was b 
Yeah. Okay, she's fine, I guess. Yeah. I hated the other one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh so she's there, the guardians are there, we get uh we get that they I, I, I like how between this and She-Hulk and a couple of other Marvel properties, they're slowly like letting us know little tidbits of what the characters are doing. Like, for example, there was a moment in, in She-Hulk where they, it, it was a passing mention that, oh yeah, so the, the Sokovia Accords were, uh, they were taking out of the law. So, so, so it's like, okay, now we know that superheroes are, you know, allowed to, you know, just exist and, yeah. you know, kind of, kind of, kind of roam around for free. Uh, in this one, we get passively let us, they let us know that the Guardians bought the planet Nowhere, which was this big head that was just floating in space, and they're slowly building a community in it. So it's cool that we're being shown that that after you know the events of Thor: Love and Thunder, that's what that's what they're doing. Um, and I like that we see them just kind of chilling, you know, just telling these stories, and we got to we got to let the characters grow. Um, Chris Pratt's Star Lord, which got like very heavy story in both the first and the second Guardians, and then tragedy during the Infinity movies. Um, this one gets to just kind of he's supposed to be like the main character, and yet in this one, he's like the motive. He's the reason why they want to like make him happy. But I like that he's not the focus. Yeah. Uh the rest of the characters are the focus. Mantis, who debuted in Guardians 2, has been a scene stealer ever since she showed up. She's been one of my favorites. Because every line that she says is super funny, and her her the way that she acts and the way that she talks is so funny. And this one, she gets an emotional, uh, you know, plot. She gets an emotional scenes where she's revealed to be a half sister of of Star Lord. You know, yeah. which if you go back and you rewatch Guardians two, when you see uh, all the all the mothers that he kind of that the ego kind of impregnated, you can see one that has like the antennas, like like Mantis. Yeah. So it's kind of neat to see that being followed up. Um and it's also neat because now Peter um has Star Lord. Yeah, he has family. And I did not expect to like feel something by the end of this. I thought it was just gonna be funny, but in this one, the emotion that's what James Gunn is so good at doing. He's so good at balancing that humor with that heart. And uh and I oh god, I, I love th th this is the this is a wholesome thing that's gonna keep me up until Ted Lasso season three comes out next year. So I had a blast with that. And that, 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 that emotional journey, I, I was surprised that they managed to keep it in under 40 minutes and it managed to be as effective as the end. Because at the end, when they realize that they're both siblings, oh my God, it really hits well. It's exactly the relationships they, 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 they need to have. And then by the time we see Guardians 3 next year, which the teaser just dropped for that, um, I'm sure they're, 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 they're going to have that be a part of the story. You know, They're going to be like, oh, we're siblings. Like, we're, like now we're going to have that kind of relationship. So that's kind of neat. I I, I want to know what the fallout's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy three. I want to know who's dying and why. Uh, I have an idea. I think most of them, if not all of them, will die. I I don't think Nebula's dying. I don't think Nebula. Mm -hmm. I doubt Peter. I think for sure Rocket. I doubt Groot's going to die. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, uh yeah. No, so um, this movie. I mean. I know it's technically called Guardians of the Galaxy. It should have been called the Mantis Holiday Special because <laughs> she takes center stage and steals the show in every way. She's hilarious. Um, from her, from uh, her and uh, Drax's interactions on Earth with the GoBots, Drax, that's racist. Sorry, GoBots killed his cousin. Like, like so much stupid shit that happens in this one. It's just, it's, it's awesome. Um, mm -hmm. The part where, oh, also real quick, just want to point something out. Everyone bitched about She-Hulk uh, twerking. Mantis did in this special too. 
I honestly, I never had a problem with her with her twerking. I I had a great time with that. So no, I'm just pointing out like the double standards. Like, okay, yeah. so like y'all, you incels, you shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> but anyway, no. So in this movie, um, or in this, I'm sorry, holiday special, I broke down. I had to pause it because I couldn't breathe. She did two things that broke me. One, yeah. when after they're done partying, after, you know, they're kind of like drunk and they're on the side and she says, I need to find the, the house of Kevin Bacon, of the legendary Kevin Bacon. So the girl hands her the map and she's like, that's $40. And she's like, give it to me for free. Give me all your money. <laughs> <laughs> just, I, I don't know, man. Dumb stuff like that. It's just, it's perfect and it's hilarious and I love it. Um. There's so much heart in this movie, and and it it all makes sense. It makes sense that the Guardians would take all the stories that that Peter Quill told them, and it would take it so literal. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the the Christmas the 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 Christmas spirit that they're trying to instill and whatnot. Um, yeah. There is some original writing in this, but there's also a lot of like good Christmas music throughout this movie too. Oh yeah, the music. There's so many original songs <laughs> performed in this. Um... I did not expect this to be, I think I mentioned before, I didn't expect it to be a musical. The songs, um, well, I don't think are super, like, none of them are going to become like Christmas stables or anything. Like we're, we're not going to have a great Christmas song since like, you know, Mariah Carey. But these are pretty <laughs> fun, you know. They they fit the the style of, of what's happening. They fit the insanity. Because I cannot believe a special where they included the line, the line, we don't even know what Kevin Bacon looks like. He's Kevin Bacon. He's probably got great ears. Like, I, I don't know how everything else is supposed to fit around it. Um, but there's a lot of really fun stuff. Like, uh, one of my favorite, like, little jokes was uh, Drax wanting to steal that big elf. And he, he's like, look at that little funny man. I want a little funny man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, at one point when she loses the candy cane, he's like, why do you get to keep yours? Why don't you get to keep mine? Because you lost him. Also, they did a okay. This is another moment where I was just like, "Huh, never thought of it like that." When Mantis is chasing Kevin Bacon through his house and she's jumping, that's terrifying. If you're yeah. Kevin Bacon, you're shitting bricks because you don't know who the fuck is this and why do they want to kill me. <laughs> that was terrifying. Yeah, uh, and I like how when they convince him to go and they they kind of put him under mind control. And they try to talk to him. And he's like, like, yeah, I was just playing. I'm an actor. And then they, they kind of look at each other and be like, oh, my God, he's an actor. He's like the worst kind of people. And like, I like to I like to to imagine that even in outer space, acting is still considered like that. a very <laughs> like low uh, form of uh, of entertainment. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Um, yeah. So there, there's a lot of that. Uh, there's a lot of little winks to the audience. Um, honestly, to me, like the Kevin Bacon part parts to me were like the weakest parts. Like I was way more focused on, uh, Drax and, and, uh, and Mantis like getting along. And then also the, uh, the, what's it called? The, uh, the emotional ties that, that, that were happening. Cause I feel like Kevin Bacon, like agreed too fast to like stay and perform with them and everything. Like, I mean, he's Kevin Bacon. He's seen some creepy shit. Like he's been, he's like, every time I see him, I kind of want to lap him because i saw crazy stupid love at, a, at like the right amount of age and <laughs> so to me Hobnoggin? he's just da- david lynn Hogg, david lynn Hogg. like like i see him i say david lynn Hogg. i like take off a ring that i'm not even wearing and I, like... <laughs> I remember that <laughs> then, one i remember that yeah one. 
one of the best plot twists in the history of modern cinema. Um, but no, he's he's fine in this. Uh, if anything, now they can't reuse him to play the same character that he played in in X Men First Class. So, yay for that. that what if they do bring back ruined. Decker Shaw and then he's like, "What the fuck? I'm a bad guy." Uh, Continuity is fucking ruined in this shit, this shithole. Um, I don't know. He sure it was funny. It was a nice little follow up to the Kevin Bacon monologue from the first Guardians. So, mm-hmm. so that was neat. And since they already used Hasselhoff for Guardians too, I, I'm guessing they, they they couldn't have used him for this. Um, God, what else is good about this? Ooh, interesting. So there's a headline that just popped up that says. Due to Bob Eager's uh, return as CEO of Disney and his negative feedback on Phase 4, uh, Marvel may be reconsidering the slate of Phase 5 and Phase 6. I'll believe that when I see it. I don't believe I mean, any of that shit until I see it. I don't want it to be true. I hope it's not true, but we're going to find out, aren't we? I mean, we'll find out when we'll find out, but I don't know. I feel like... I can't. I can't with film journalism anymore. I can't. It's all just a. If you, if you follow James Gunn on Twitter, like that, that's all he's doing every day. Like like it's just someone like so and so character will pop up in Guardians of the Galaxy three. Confirm, and then James Gunn will just be like, no. <laughs> like he'll just retweet and be like, false. This like, is a how lie. Do you, how do you even get this? Where are you? Where are you coming from? And so that's. I mean, oh my god. Yeah. Unless your then, source is me, you're wrong. Yeah, and then he'll just retweet that, and then people will will just be like, "Are you working with DC?" And he's like, "I can do both." Like it's called multitasking. It comes with being a director. It comes with being a fucking mature adult. Yeah. So Man, leave it to James Gunn being the only guy that could actually walk a relationship between the two studios. Amazing, honestly, amazing. Um, which, by the way, did you saw the thing about Blue Beetle? Uh, the poster. Yeah. Oh, it looks dope. It looks neat, and I can't believe they move it from being an HBO Max exclusive film to to theaters. So you gotta hit great. the Hispanic audience. Uh, oh, and and we'll show up. We will show up. Oh, uh, that movie! Uh, it. I think I pray to God it'll break. It'll it'll be Black Adam. I mean, it's a low bar. That I, that's why I want. That's what I want to beat, man. If we can beat Black Adam, I'll be happy. Which, by the way, and I wanna, I want, I want this to be uh, to work as a warning, like right now, okay? And okay. I need you to listen to me. I'm gonna do a, a little, little, little tangent, little parentheses. When we do our top ten movies of the year, mm-hmm. if I see Black Adam on your list, I will pause the recording. I will go to the valley, and I'm gonna slap you <laughs> because it's gonna drive me insane. It'll be on my honorable mentions. It's not going to be in my top 10. Because I'm not... Okay, here's the thing. I'm trying to limit myself to only one DC Marvel, one DC film and one Marvel film. <laughs> Otherwise, like, half the films would be comic book films and the other half would be other stuff. So, no. Okay. I'm going right. to... As much as I okay. liked The Suicide Squad... Wait, did Suicide Squad come out this year or last year? No, that was last year. Is that year? Okay. Well, yeah. point being, though, like, DC movies, I'm like one only and we both know which one's going to take that spot i believe we might have we might even have it on the same spot so Ooh, yeah. interesting. we'll see we will see it's pretty high up there okay uh but coming back to the guardians of the galaxy holiday special um anything else that like i'm so glad that they didn't do anything relating to nebula like I- i'm 
I mean, not, not Nebula, sorry, uh, uh, Gamora. Like, I'm so glad they didn't tease anything. They're going to absolutely leave that to the to the third one. Um, this was just about a little moment, a little Christmas uh, event to just make Peter happy. Uh, I like that they focused on that, and it ended up really working at the end, I think. I think the only time they really mentioned uh, uh, Gamora at all in this one was when they said uh, he's been down since she came back and she left him or something like that. Yeah, that's the only time they ever mentioned. Um, mm -hmm. I'm calling it though. I think in Guardians of the Galaxy three, I think part of it is like that weird dude where that little girl's running around in a circle. I think he's training like kid soldiers, and Gamora's going to stop him, and some shit's gonna go down there. I'm calling it right now. Yeah, I think uh, I think eyebrow kid is gonna like have have his moment to shine in that one. So so we'll see. Um, what was the other thing that I was gonna mention? Uh, shit. Oh, Groot. What do we think of Groot's new design? It's fine. He looks like he's a young man in his prime. Like, he's, like, around 25. He's bulking. He's on bulking like a, day, I guess. Like a like a buff Groot. A buff Groot. Yeah. But see, also, I wonder, though, I don't... How much of that was CGI of his body? Because I think that might have been more of a practical costume to save on... Uh, to save on cost. Really? Because from what I understand, practical is more expensive. That's what they, they always do CGI. In CGI? Yeah. I mean, maybe for Groot it's more expensive? That sounds... Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's also James Gunn. Like, he's going to do whatever the fuck he wants whenever the fuck he wants. Yeah, that's that's a definite. I'm not going to assume, and I'm not going to... Because I don't want to pop in in one of his mentions with him going like, no, false. Uh, I would be scared. Um, but no, the... Well, it's it's a new design. Like Groot's, Groot's had a different design every movie, and well, he's he does fine here. Because um, they need new pops. People are gonna buy them, so you know exactly. That doesn't I, I oh god, I'll never forget it when the Guardians two trailer came up and Baby Groot popped in at the end. I just remember going like, oh, there it is. Like that's ah, oh, that's gonna be like. I just know that's gonna be in everyone's Christmas list for like the rest of time. Ah, oh, that's great. Okay. Um Yeah, so this is um this was pretty this was short and sweet, pretty fun, a good little cap to the MCU phase four after the emotional powerhouse that was Black Panther, what kind of forever. Uh we're starting next year with I think Ant Man around uh January, February. The beginning of the year. January, February, I think maybe uh, yeah, around the first couple months of the year. Uh that's gonna usher us into like the the the, the, the new dark times when with with Kang and everything. So we'll see how that goes. Pretty excited about where it's going and everything. But this this was pretty fun. This was the, I'm so glad these these are the kind of things that really fit the Disney Plus and that you should watch there instead of like, you know, I, yeah, you can't put this in theaters or you can't put this like before an actual movie, especially with the runtime. But I'm glad these are these feel experimental in the same way that Werewolf by Night felt experimental. So this was pretty fun. Props to Palm Clementine who plays Mantis, who, who is a star in this one. So, yeah, pretty pretty freaking fun, this one. Um, quick question. Do you think it would be in uh, in their best interest to maybe, like, do you think they're going to pull back on these specials and focus more on film releases, or what do you think is going to happen there? They don't have another one announced so far. Like, we've known about these two for a while now. Mm -hmm. um, they don't. I, I don't see another one on their schedule. I don't know what else they could do. Really? Mm -hmm. um, but I'm happy to be surprised. So, you know, more power to them. Especially, 
I'm I'm okay with not knowing about these things. I'll just wait until you know they get announced, then they come out. Because this was a pretty pretty surprising release. Hmm. What if they just randomly drop like a, a New Year's Day special? Just randomly, just be like, "Hey, here's a 20 minute special with Nick Fury. Enjoy." I'd watch it. Hell, I'd watch it. Honestly, <laughs> I've been oh God. I've I've seen everything Marvel. Like I haven't missed anything, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. So. Because I feel like every every second is gonna count, so nah, I'll be there. Chill. I, I always make time for it. If they do like a New Year or a Chinese New Year or a Hanukkah one or hell, whatever they want to do, I'm gonna watch it. So, uh, they got me there. This was all you, Kevin. Hmm. Well, folks, I guess that's gonna do. We, do we give a grade? Hmm. Uh, I give it a four out of five. It sets up to do something and it fulfills that promise. Uh, there are some parts that like there are some songs that I don't uh, don't love, and the Kevin Bacon parts are okay at best. I think the, the, this special really lives and dies on this emotional weight and the comedy. Uh, but I give it more stars than I would because it's very clearly and but because I love that both Mantis and Drax are very clearly anti-cop, and that is always a good sign <laughs> in my book. A cab. So. Yeah, four out of five. Um, I it's simple. It, it's fun. I'll give it like a B plus, A minus. It's fun. It's great. Doesn't change the wheel, but you don't always need that. Sometimes you just need a fun time. It's just fun characters having a fun time, and I am always, I am always here for it. Be, probably because we're gonna lose most of them next year. <laughs> oh god, I think Drax might die. Maybe for, I think Rocket's dying. You know what's Possibly. crazy? But. In between Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, like between then, wait, okay, between Avengers, Endgame came out in 2019, right? Uh, Yeah, I believe, yeah, I believe so. Okay, so it, that was the last time we saw Rocket Raccoon on our screens, right? Up until now. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. we saw them, we saw them in, uh, in Thor this year. Um, eh. fair okay, fair enough, I was wrong. But yeah. okay, since then, uh, I, I've added two furry little additions in my life, right? Ace and Biscuit. Oh, yeah. So now I'm a bit of a like animal dog lover. So now when I saw the preview and I saw Rocket when he was a, just like a baby and he, he was a little, you know, raccoon and stuff, I'm just yeah. like, oh, pobrecito. So like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm invested in him now, at least. Like, fuck Peter Quill. I hope Rocket's okay. <laughs> It's crazy. Chris Pratt made me stop liking Peter Quill. Oh my god. Oh. What? Yeah, I think uh yeah, no, I, I know exactly what, what you're talking about. Um hopefully on the next movie, like he gets a chance to like really redeem himself or make the character really likable. So Or maybe they'll kill him off in a horrible fashion. Or maybe they'll kill him off. Who knows? Uh maybe maybe they'll make him really dramatic. Uh I think Gunn has carried probably the best death I, I it feels weird to say but like the yondu's death in guardians 2 is really like powerful, powerful especially because he remained dead <laughs> so i don't know we'll see how he handles guardians 3. i love the i love the teaser i love the new poster uh i love that they're marketing it as a james gunn film and not a marvel film so that's that's pretty fun i cannot wait for the soundtrack you know that soundtrack is going to be banger well, actually, um, the the guy who's in charge of the music in this one is different from the first two. They have a new like head of music guy. I'm sure Gunn also has his input, but like it is a new person. Okay, hopefully 
that goes well because uh some of the changes that they're doing to the next phase is scary like did you saw that Luis is not coming back for Ant-Man 3 yeah that's fucking gross that I, is gross did, didn't someone say that they actually did record a version where he actually did recap everything that has happened in the MCU I don't know that started as like a fan as like a fan request and then someone said that it exists but I don't believe it I don't believe it until I see it so it could be pretty fun. I like that character. Come on, just just just, just let let him exist, let him vibe. What uh, happens? What happens if Ant Man dies in Quantum Mania? Oh, that could be that would be the real kicker. Like that that would be like the thing to like Kick go and start moving the wheel. Like, can you imagine that? Oh, because then because then if he if he goes, like it's just what it's just Wasp and the daughter. So. Well, like, yeah. also, is he the last of? I know he's not an OG Avenger, but like, who of the old guard is really left besides Sam and and Ant Man? Uh, well, Hawkeye is technically still alive, but he's passing on the he's passing no, on the bow. He's, he's retired. I think it's, it's just. just a, okay. Yeah, I think it's just. Yeah, I think it's just Ant Man. Thor is still alive. Uh, Hulk is still alive. Strange, maybe. Uh, Strange is still like, alive. Active heroes, I from the old guard, I. I the, the Spider-Man counters the old guard. I feel like he's too young. He's uh, he's new. He's new gen, but he's uh, he's he's established. Yeah. I don't know. Then this next phases five and six are going to be very rocky. They're going to be experimental. They go well. for, they're going to be experimental for sure. But I think I think they I think they're they're going to be pretty fun, well, especially if the Guardians make. Well, the thing is, Bob Eager Bob Iger is going to be a big pain in the ass because he's very famous for. Uh, his cut corners mentality. I am yeah. pro Bob Iger in this house. Like I prefer Iger over Chapek. Who? Was, uh, I. Who, what's up? Was it Iger? Or was it Eisner? That was the big no. like budget guy. Uh, Eisner was the asshole. Iger, I think, is very very well focused. I really like when he was when he was president of Disney. Uh, Chapek, the new guy. I, I I don't like him because he very famously said like, "Well, animated movies are for children, so like we should just do that for them." And it's like. No, you idiot! <laughs> like no, um, Bob Iger had a studio. Iger's pretty fun. Yeah, you know what? I hope. Okay, I'm sorry. You're right. I got Iger confused with Eisner. Oh yeah, Michael Eisner. Yeah, yeah. My, my uh, bad. Michael Eisner was the dipshit. Which, by the way, I think you would really like Iger's book. I Iger released a book. It's called The Ride of a Lifetime. I think you would really like it. The Ride of a Lifetime. Yeah, it's called. It's called The Ride of. A it's about like all his time as like Disney CEO. Yeah, Have you I, th read it? I think you might like it. Yeah, I read it. The fun. ride of a lifetime, the yeah. life of a lifetime. That's not the word I was looking for. All right, I'm gonna audiobook it. I don't know how, but it will. Sure, I'm sure it exists. Um, yeah, you found it. Yeah, actually. All right. All right. Um, all right, but okay. Closing out on Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Watch it. It's pretty fucking fun. It gets you in the spirit. I don't. I, I don't know what else is gonna get me in the spirit. P possibly that buff Santa movie that's coming out. Um, oh, Violent Night. Oh my God, I'm yeah. watching it maybe tomorrow or, or Tuesday. I don't know which, but I'm watching the also, shit out of that movie. Also, did you saw the thing about that show that's coming out on Disney Plus? The like uh, the, the the Santa Claus one with like Tim Allen. The Santa Clauses. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Have you? Uh, it's not out yet, but uh, I'm, I'll, I'll probably watch it when it comes out because it, 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 it looks kind of dark and fun. So yeah. I'm down. I just, goddamn Tim Allen. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Are you getting the Christmas break? Huh? Yeah. Are, are you getting a Christmas break or not? 
Not tech. I mean, I'm going to get a few days off for Christmas. Yeah. Like I'm okay. going to get, I think the 24th, 25th and 26th off. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But wait, I'm not 20- sure which days fall on the weekend or not. I think 24th and 25th are Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I get Saturday, Sunday and Monday off. Thanks, boo. That's neat. Hey, Biscuit. Say hi to your Uncle Chema. Hello, Biscuit. Ah. All right. Okay. So, uh, well, what else can we say about the holiday special? It's fun. Watch it. Oh, after the can after the cancellation of the Netflix series Dash and Lily, this is this is the thing that this that's they officially gonna... canceled it. I was wondering when they were going to do a season two. Yeah, they canceled it, which Why, sucks. Which sucks. There's another two books they, they can adapt. But I like feel like up. it was like very low budget. Like, what was what was expensive about it? I have no idea. But they just canceled it, and it was so fun, and I hate them for it. I actually um, really like Dash and Lily. I know, me too. And I love the books. I love the there's three books. And they fucking can't they they had like all the makings to just make more and they just didn't. So uh yeah. Oh Fuck maybe that. so maybe another show will pick it up, maybe Amazon or something. Hopefully. Um oh all right. real, real quick before we go, I have a proposal for you. Okay. Would would you say you're a big fan of Christmas? Do you love Christmas? Uh, I would say that I love the fuck out of Christmas, yeah. All right. How about this? Do you want to do a top five Christmas movies that we recommend? Ooh. I feel like 10 is too many, but I think like a, a short, sweet five each is a good piece. All right. Uh, yeah. But like an underrated Christmas films or like, a, or like, you know, just our underrated rated, just five Christmas movies that you would recommend. If, if we had an alien here, right? You have John right here, right? He's an alien. He's never even heard of Christmas. He's new to earth. I just showed him what peace tea is. And he's okay. like, what is Christmas? And you want to sh- teach him the spirit of Christmas. What five what movies is, are you showing him? What is peace tea? Oh, that peace tea. I thought, I thought you were making a prank on the alien. Oh yeah. No, I mean, if we, we're going to tell the alien, if you drink this, you have to agree to peace. Um, honestly, that might work. But uh, I am an Arizona tea kind of guy, so you know it's works works different in this household. Um, yes, yes, I would like to do. How how about this? We do uh, uh, five Christmas movies that we want to talk about, that we want to recommend. And that's Done. I think that's more than enough. Yeah, because uh, I don't because I don't want to do the best or my favorites. I just want to tell all right five Christmas movies that I want that I want to mention, and no fucking Die Hard. So uh, <laughs> wait, okay, fine. Let's yeah. let's do this rule. No Die Hard, and I will meet you halfway. No Elf. Sounds great. All right. Cause All right. I feel like, feel like those are too easy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. That sounds good. Um, what else? What else? Uh, so we're doing, uh, hopefully I'll get to see Valley night this or next week. Uh, fuck. What else is coming out? Uh, do you want to do avatar? Or do you not want to do avatar? I'm down to avatar. You're down. Okay. You, sound, you look like you don't want to. I don't care. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like, like it's, it's too not... big of a cinematic event for us to not talk about. I guess. Uh, sure, I'll begrudgingly watch it, but I'm not excited for it. Maybe I'm... it'll blow my mind. I don't know. I'm Let's not see. thrilled. Like, I didn't give a shit about the first one. I remember okay. watching the trailer when it dropped during a Cowboys game in 2008, and I'm like, that movie's going to suck. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, it does not. I'm not excited for it, but we'll see. Uh, one last thing, and this is for everyone to take place. December 13, the trailer for Spider-Man in Across the Spider-Verse is coming out. So, Didn't they have a trailer? Get it's a new trailer. 
Oh, fair enough. Get excited. That I cannot wait uh, for. Yeah. All right. So I uh, believe that's it. Uh, we're going to close out today's whatever thing that we just did, where we talked about both anime and Guardians and Christmas and DC and Marvel and shit. So uh, this, I like this episode. This episode felt more like a hangout. So that's pretty fun. The same way that this special did, uh, not too focused on the details and shit, which I think everyone should relax for. Yes, it's a possibility that Cosmo the Space Dog might have beaten Thanos if given the chance. We won't know. So thank you so much for joining us. My name is Chema. I've been Eddie, and this was the rollback. Signing off with a reminder to watch some goddamn Christmas movies again to the fucking spirit. Bye, everybody. Hell. Could not have said it better. There we go.